and welcome to Power Mom's podcast. Today we are joined by Sarah White from Tiny Tots Snapshots. Welcome to the podcast, Sarah. Thanks very much. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for joining us. Pleasure. Do you mind telling us a bit about Tiny Tots and where it came from? Sure. Well, um, we were I'm very lucky to get pregnant first time around and even luckier to get pregnant second time yeah, around. Sarah's pregnant, we need to make that clear. <laughs> yes, this is not this is not circuit breakaway, this is a baby. So, um, so we definitely had challenges in getting pregnant first time around and it meant that when we had our baby, we were just really excited about all those milestones and really soaking up every minute and being very present with her and what she was achieving. Um, and we were, we were lucky to be gifted. I mean, we got three sets of milestone cards. We got a milestone blanket and we were like, oh, this is great. We ended up using them all <laughs> because there wasn't one which had all the milestones we needed. And we found that there was a conversation between myself and my husband when we did something we were like oh wouldn't it be nice if there was a card for like, the first time we took it to MBS or wouldn't it be nice if when we go to the art science museum we could mark that because you know, I'm British he's Australian we've both been in Singapore a long time um, and it was really the case that because we had our daughter here and the next one's arriving here as well we do feel really connected to Singapore so we were like oh wouldn't it be nice if we had Singapore milestones in there but then also, wouldn't it be great if it had all of the milestones that we needed in one set? So that's really where it came from. It came from our discussion about, oh, wouldn't it be great if? Yeah. <laughs> and also thinking, well, if we're having these conversations, probably other parents are having these conversations too. Yeah. So what started out as something initially for us to use, spiraled very <laughs> quickly into, this could be something that other people will be interested in, in using. Yeah. And I think absolutely they would be. And so what pushed it from an idea to a reality? <laughs> so uh, that's really been the silver lining of COVID and the pandemic. Um, so with what I do normally, my business focuses on well-being and resilience. Um, I work as a facilitator and a speaker and a coach with organisations, with international schools, with families. My doctorate is all around emotional intelligence and supporting third culture kids. Um, and so when the pandemic hit, the work that I had all lined up suddenly went because companies were in panic mode, schools were doing online learning, which was just really difficult for everybody, um, parents were in survival mode as well. So had a lot of work cancelled, a lot of work on hold. Silver lining, I got to spend a lot of time with our daughter, which was lovely. Um, but also it gave, it gave us time to actually think, well, let, let's do this. Let's kind of put this together and, and see how it works. Gave me time to set up, not just the cards themselves, but also everything around the cards, like the, um, you know, the Etsy shop and the social media accounts and yeah. all those things that you think will take five minutes. And it takes quite a leap of faith to make something go, make something go from an idea mm. into a reality. Mm. So were there challenges? Mm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> a few? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I produce cards in my business anyway, so the actual production part of it was fairly straightforward. I think the challenges for me um, definitely hitting at the time when I was pregnant and that brain fog and general tiredness and even simple things took forever <laughs> was definitely a challenge that I was having. Um, but the biggest challenges for me have definitely been around the marketing, the social media, just getting it out there because it's just, it's so. 
it's something that you have to do so frequently and you really have to be on it. Um, in fact, we had that conversation about, you know, people who are Instagram influencers, we were like, oh, it's loads of work, isn't it? Like, it looks really glamorous. But just to have a product that you're constantly talking about, thinking about and promoting, um, yeah, that's the biggest challenge. It's not something that comes naturally to me. It's something I've had to work on with my own business then, and I'm yeah. still having to work on it now. So, yeah, it's, it's hard, isn't it? Because you can't just post every single day the same thing. No. It has to be different and yeah. exciting. Even if it's about one product, you yeah. have to show it in all these different, totally. all the different aspects of it. Yeah. Totally, and you want people to be engaged by it. And you, you think, oh, I'm going to be a bit funny. But are people going to think it's funny? <laughs> I, I think I'm hilarious. <laughs> people are going to think it's funny. Maybe not. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just a case of, of sitting down and really planning that out you know yeah. as much as it looks spontaneous on social media <laughs> it's really not here i am again yeah. yes <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i have just, my car just happened to be here yeah. <laughs> yeah. so um yeah i think definitely just all those little things of, of getting posts using the right hashtags yeah. who are your audience knowing who to actually get in touch with like for us because it's still in the early days it's very much trial and error yeah. so it's thinking is it new mums or is it new parents or is it people buying gifts for new parents? Like who? And I think at the beginning you have to cast your net a little bit wider, and then gradually narrow down when you get that feedback and Definitely. see who's interested. Yeah. And I think actually, not that I am a business expert, <laughs> but it's kind of all those people, right? Because yeah. for a lot, you were you didn't have this idea before you had a kid. It was that no. being a kid before, no. oh, that would have been great. And so for me as a mum of one, I'm like, oh, yeah, that would have been really cool. <laughs> like my, my favourite one is the first brunch. Oh, do you know what? <laughs> that comes up a lot. Yeah. Everyone's like, we love the Singapore milestones. They're great. That first brunch is amazing. <laughs> it's just the one that we make you go, I've got to buy these. <laughs> I think especially for the moms yeah. who have not drunk, <laughs> who maybe are breastfeeding and haven't drunk, and then the first brunch you get to go to, it's wildly yeah. exciting. Yeah, because they spent the whole morning power pumping to I get know, enough milk. I know, yes, we can all relate to this. Yeah. Um, so we did our first brunch um, with my parents, actually. They were here about this time last was year. Was it wild? Uh, well, not after several months of not drinking. It wasn't, I had to be very careful. But we took our little one with us and it was perfect. She was at that age where she just slept, stayed oh. still. Those days are gone now. Um, but we were like, oh, we just had a car. So that would be amazing. So. One of the first conversations we had about this was we've got to put first brunch in there. Right? Yeah. It's such a Singapore thing, having those brunches. Absolutely. Definitely got to include yeah. that. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so apart from the first brunch, what's your favourite cup? Favourite one? Probably slept through the night for the first time. <laughs> Is that your favourite? As a mum. As a mum, I'm like, definitely slept through the night for the first time. Yeah. But I do I do love the, um, the Singapore ones. I like that we've got first trip on the MRT in there. Yeah. Um, but I've also put a few cheeky lockdown cards in as well, just for those babies that are you know now turning up as a result of circuit breaker okay. and lockdowns and all those long days. You can resonate with that. Nothing better to do. Well, yeah, just to post, post circuit breaker baby here. We just we just made it out of there. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think just the fact that we've got such a range of cards is really nice. Got occasions as well, things like um, Chinese New Year, um, and Halloween, Christmas, Easter. Yeah. We've got all of those in. Um, but another thing that again, having used the cards and having to sort through them when you're completely sleep deprived, like oh, there's a milestone day. Like she's nine months, but let's find it. The other thing I've also included is checklists. 
So you can just pull those out and you can see which ones you've done, which ones you haven't yet. Oh, see, as a parent, yes. as a non-parent, I would never have thought about yeah. this, as a parent, we were the ones who were like, oh, we've missed the whatever it was. Let's just do it now, backdate it. Yeah. <laughs> Even though she's like three months past that point. Yeah. Um, and I think when you're operating under you know, sleep deprived mm -hmm. conditions, um, you just want to make sure that you catch all those moments yeah. and you don't miss them because there's definitely a couple that we missed and we were kicking ourselves that we'd missed them just yeah. out of tiredness and, and not really thinking. And the brain fog. The brain fog, the brain fog, which just continues yeah. for months, doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> and that, the cause of the brain fog is your daughter. So how did you manage starting Tiny Tots yeah. and being mum? Mm -hmm. What did that look like? What did your brain look like? Uh, winging it a lot of time, <laughs> like the honesty, I think. I think that there are so many people who look like they've got it all together mm -hmm. and it's really effortless. Yeah, winging it and just not, I think going into it and not really having any preconceived ideas about what that would look like. I mean, I've got the advantage that I work for myself and so work is flexible. Um, I'm not, I don't need to be at a desk no, I was a teacher before this, so that's a very inflexible timing in terms of you have to be at school by a certain time and you can't leave until a certain time as well. And for people that don't know teachers, that is not 9 till 3. No, that is like 7.30am till 6pm. Yes, that's it. Well, 7am yeah. till 6 There we go. Yeah, yeah, oh, my we sister's a slacker. You're pretty, pretty, pretty close. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so for me, it, it was awesome having that, um, that balance in terms of I can give her breakfast, and then we have our amazing helper and we are so aware of what an amazing privilege it is to have a helper who lives with us full time, who you know, cooks, who does the housework, who does a fabulous job with our daughter. Yeah. It just gives us time. I think the time that we would spend doing those jobs, we can then spend with her. So yeah, I think it was really just a case of playing it by ear, seeing how it went. Um, one thing that I definitely plan to do differently this time around is to have very much more formal maternity leave. I didn't really have a plan for it last time. I was like, I'll just see what happens. And um, my husband would come in and be like, oh, you know, how, how's work been? And she was eight weeks old. And I was like, I haven't done anything. All I've done is try to stay awake. <laughs> I've managed to write one thank you card and that's been my entire day. So I think knowing what it's gonna be like, having a better idea at least, Sure, it'll be different. Mm -hmm. Having a better idea of what that's going to be like, having that formal maternity leave booked in, and then just to kind of ease back into work for me, hopefully will reduce a bit of the stress that happened last time from being like, when I was with her, I was thinking, oh, I should be doing some work. And when I was doing work, I was thinking, oh, I should be with her. But I think, yeah, it's, look, it's a pretty good balance. It's, it's worked out pretty well. Um, we've managed to set up some really nice play dates with other babies the same age, so our helpers meet up. They all hang out yeah. together, which is which is really nice for them. They now just organise up themselves, which is marvellous. Yeah. And you're <laughs> so, in like the best con one of the best condos, like known for families. And yeah, that, and that yeah. was the that was the point of moving. So we lived, um, we used to live right opposite Doxon Hill, um, okay. Okay. so we lived yeah. opposite there. And it was this amazing place, it's a couple, you know, all those like really cool restaurants, bars, and it was amazing, and I did not want to move, because we had moved around when we were pregnant. So we moved here, and then when we had the baby, I was like, yeah, that <laughs> absolutely makes sense. Like yeah. being next to the river, being around so many other families, and there's always, I mean, I know there's two of the people in the condo who were expecting babies in March, I've been 
put in touch with. So already a little network of mums who, you know, you can WhatsApp at three in the morning when you're all up feeding. Yeah. That's, <laughs> so, true. that's like party hour. That's when I did my best Lazada shopping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All that stuff that's I really so needed. <laughs> the packages arrived and you're like, quickly put them away, put them away before anyone sees. Or you're like, what is that again? You check and you're like, oh yeah. I do Funny. remember buying 200 balls for a ball pit that I don't even have a ball pit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just like a surprise every time a package yeah. arrives, right? You just, you never know what to expect. You never know what to expect. So, yeah. it's great. Especially when you've had very little sleep and you're like, wow. This is a good idea. Yeah, that's probably a great idea. I can't believe I ordered this, but it's really helpful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's so nice being here and not having the support network of a family, especially in kind of COVID times when we can't get back to our families easily and we can't have, have yeah. parents coming over. It's so nice to have a community of mums yeah. to support each other. It becomes even more important, I think. We've always said that as expats, that your friends become your family yeah. because you don't have your family around you, at least not not frequently, not yeah. every day. Um, and that's also the benefit of having our fabulous helper, is that things that my parents would have been involved with and Don and Paul's family would have been involved with and Don, um, you know, she's been she's been there and she's been fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, oh, no, a big difference. Helpers are worth their I always I sometimes I feel like she's my my tita. I get her tita. She makes me function so much better. Uh, I actually said to my husband, or I think yeah, said to my husband recently, I would be alright if you left, I would not be alright if she left. That's true. <laughs> In a moment of like massive sleep deprivation, yeah. I was like, this household would not function. And we know that circuit breaker, she was like our most valuable team player in this household. She yeah. was amazing. So yeah, we're very grateful for her every day. Yeah, <laughs> she's absolutely brilliant. brilliant. Yeah.